And we did happen to see Peter Pan while on the ship, uh, you know, in his costume. And he started going to me when I was walking by. And so that was really fun. everybody this week's bonus episode of the dcl duo podcast and happy birthday to me we are recording this on my birthday and we thought that because it's my birthday we thought we would reminisce a little about the cruise that started it all the disney cruise line obsession it was a cruise for my 40th birthday sam where does that cruise rank for you in the litany of cruises that we have done since i'd probably put that cruise at number Probably number three. How about you? Where would you put that cruise? I mean, I think I have to put it at at least a solid number two. It was a cruise that started the obsession. I mean, it was like us and multiple friends. I will say that's the part of the cruise that I loved the most was that we had a bunch of people sailing with us that we knew and we'd all have dinner together and do activities together and hang out and have fun together. And all of our cruises since have been just us as a family or the two of us and not really going with you know, folks that we know live and in person here in the Seattle area. I mean, we were cruising with one of your best friends since high school and probably my best friend in uh, at least in Seattle. Yes, but my first favorite cruise was also with that same best friend. So uh, I'm not denigrating him at all when I say that because he sailed with us on the 11 night Southern Caribbean. So I put my favorite as our 11 night Southern Caribbean. And then I would say, That your birthday cruise from 2018, which was our first Disney Cruise Line. Yes, folks, we've only been doing this or cruising on Disney Cruise Line for four years now was I would say that seven night Eastern Caribbean was either number two or number three. It's just it's kind of close. The cruise that we took recently on the Wonder for my birthday was actually really, really fun. The cruise we took recently for my birthday on the Wonder was quite close. So I'd put those to it. Maybe they tie for second place. Yeah. You know, though, what I like about the first cruise we took probably that puts it in the second place for me, look, the 11 night is first place because it's the longest cruise that we've taken. And so I always think the longer the cruise, the better. And there is nothing better than sitting at dinner one night and going, wow, if we were on a four night cruise, we would have already been kicked off the ship. Oh, wow. If we were on a week long cruise, they would have already kicked us to the curb and we still have four more fabulous days of sailing. But what I liked about the seven night cruise was that like we were all in on Disney. Like I I think that's that we showed up with Star Wars outfits, I'm pretty sure, because it turned out to be a Star Wars day at sea. So we had Star Wars outfits. We had pirate night costumes. We had our finest evening wear for uh for formal dinners we ate at remy in the wine room we ate at palo for brunch when they still had the the massive spread we saw fireworks we were killing it at meridian like we were all in on this cruising adventure and i think since then we've been sort of like you know oh it's pirate night pirate night yay like we we don't we don't go all in on it in the way we did that first cruise i don't i don't think yeah, that's absolutely true. That cruise was really fun for a couple of reasons. One, you're right. We we had friends with us. We had two other couples traveling with us. That was really a fun part of it. Number two, because it was our first Disney cruise, we really did go all out and all in on the different activities. 
we went to pretty much every adult only uh, evening event. We did not have our son with us. so We were able to do that. So there was a lot that we got to do and see on that cruise that we perhaps, I would say we probably take it a little bit slower and a little bit more relaxed uh, in our cruises since then. I'm sure everyone out there has gone through an evolution of cruising and how they like to cruise. And you find your favorites and then you kind of stick with them. So I do, I do constantly look at shore excursions and activities on board and decide to kind of push the envelope a little bit and see what else is out there. I think on our next cruise, I really do want to give Pirate Night potentially a go. Not dressing up. I'm, I'm done with dressing up for Pirate Night. It was fun the first time I did it, but I don't need to drag costumes on board with me in addition to the rest of my luggage. But I do want to try out Pirate Night one more time with the menu and the dining rooms. We really avoided it for a while now just because we just didn't love it. And uh, I think they've probably changed it up a little bit. And I'd like to see what that's like. So I, on the other hand, would actually like to to dress up again for pirate night. Uh, the time that we did, I dressed up as TikTok, the crocodile from Peter Pan. And we did happen to see Peter Pan while on the ship, uh, you know, in his costume. And he started going <laughs> to me when I was walking by. And so that was really fun and, and did see Captain Hook. And as soon as Captain Hook saw me, he turned the other way. So that part was uh, a fun part of, of doing Pirate Night. So I would like to actually do the dressing up again. I'm not sure I would dress up for Star Wars Day at Sea, um, but we still haven't been on a Marvel cruise, which I would actually probably dress up for a Marvel cruise. Yeah, I would go for Marvel. I, I, so Star Wars Day was fun on the cruises that we've done it. And I like to dress. We, have a, we had some great, I had a great Han Solo costume for that first cruise. That was a lot of fun. You know, the one thing I really loved about that first cruise, though, was our first time eating in Palo and Remy. And uh, I feel like every cruise since then, we've been chasing that first meal that we had, especially in Remy. We had such a blast at Remy with our friends in the uh, the wine cave. They have a dining room inside the wine cave. And our one of our friends who was with us who knew everyone on board was like, can we eat in there? And they were like, sure, come on in. So we had this nice little private dining area. That's the other thing is I think it makes such a difference on that first cruise aboard Disney if you go with someone who knows what they're doing. Because we got on board the ship, we headed straight for cabanas for chicken fingers and fries. And then while we were waiting for the rooms to get ready, a friend of ours just literally walked us everywhere on the ship, showed us every space in a really efficient way, got us oriented to the ship. And he really took over to, this is what we're doing. This is when we're doing it. And we were like, awesome. It made life so much easier. And all of his planning tips, by the way, have stuck with us as we've cruised and we've we've refined them a little bit. We have some things that we like uh, to do that uh, I don't know that make the top of his list necessarily, but I think it's so fun with your first Disney cruises with someone who really knows kind of what they're up to and what they're doing. And so we try to provide that out there for all of you. Uh, we can't be on board with all of you, but that's part of the reason why we started the show is to give you our tips and tricks to have fun. So think of us as cruising along the high seas with you and, and sharing of all, all of our tips and tricks. Well, we need to take a quick pause in the action here to thank our amazing sponsors over at Touring Plans. We use Touring Plans Travel to book our own Disney vacations and just love, love, love our Touring Plans Travel Specialist. She waits on hold when we don't have time. She monitors cruise deals for us and rebooks to get us lower rates on some of the cruise lines that actually where the prices actually do go down, <laughs> like Disney Cruise Line. Uh, so she does watch those rates for us and rebook. She steers us toward cruises we would like and room categories and gives us suggestions. And so while we have our preferences, she's always there and available to help us out. And when we plan a parks vacation, it's just gotten so complicated of late with all the new Genie technology and everything. Like I need to rely on someone who really understands what's going on. And she 
absolutely helps us there as well. So we love the folks over at Touring Plans. What we love most is that the philosophy of Touring Plans aligns with the philosophy of our own podcast. We're not out to sell you a Disney vacation. We're not travel agents ourselves. And so we just like to give our honest opinions and reviews. And I think you'll find the folks over at Touring Plans will also give you their honest opinions and reviews of different sailings and ships uh, and steer you toward the thing that they think is the best for your family. So remember, you don't pay anything extra to use a travel agent, especially when booking Disney vacations. Disney pays the travel agent at the time you travel. You're leaving money on the table. If you don't use a travel agent, you're certainly leaving expertise on the table if you don't. So we highly recommend the folks over at Touring Plans. Head over there, check them out, touringplans.com slash travel. Let them know the DCL Duo sent you to help support the show. And with that, back to our episode. I don't know, Sam, what's your favorite memory from that cruise as we wrap up here? Oh, that's a really hard question. I think my favorite memory from that cruise, other than dinner at Remy, because I have to say, I would have probably picked dinner at Remy as you did. But probably my second favorite was the first time I did the midship detective agency and I did the Muppets one, which I still love. But like doing it for the first time and running around the ship and, you know, finding all the clues, figuring out who done it was just so much fun. It's such a great experience. I always tell people to do the midship detective agency, even if you're even if you're an adult and you're not traveling with kids. I just think it's such a fun experience. Right now, they're not doing the Muppets version on board the Dream and the Fantasy, but you can still do the other two versions, which are just slightly simpler versions. Yeah, I would say I think I got to say Midship Detective Agency. The other part I would say is actually maybe Animator's Palette for the first time. So the first time it was the first and second time we went to Animator's Palette, we got to we were on, on the fantasy. So we got to see animation magic and the crush uh, interactive experience. And so, yeah, those probably at the top of the list as well. Any other moments you can think of, Brian, that were just really fun or memorable? I think the first time on Castaway Key and getting to be in a cabana. That was a real problem on our first cruise is that our very first cruise that one of the friends who came with us was platinum on Disney Cruise Line and he managed to snag a cabana at booking and or at you know the online booking window, which he said, you know, never happens. It was available. So I grabbed it and it was perfect. We had six of us over on the adult beach because our son wasn't with us. Ever since then, we've been longing to get back in a cabana. And uh, I guess thanks to Doug and Michelle, not too long ago, we, we did have an experience in that nice big family cabana. But I don't know, nothing beats those cabanas over on Serenity Bay. In my mind, I love Serenity Bay. So the first time over there in Serenity Bay and in a cabana was great, even though the weather was not that fantastic that day. It was pretty cool outside. So I don't even think many of us made it down to the beach. But that first time aboard Castaway Key, I mean, we stayed on the island until the end. They drove us, as I recall, in a golf cart all the way back to the boat, I think. Uh, and so uh, <laughs> like we we sucked the marrow out of our day at Castaway Key and it was fabulous. So that was a great memory. So it's fun to reminisce about that first cruise. We have so many ahead of us. We've had so many since then and uh, we love sailing. And so looking forward to making new memories. Who knows, maybe this time next year, we'll be talking about some reminiscing about some fabulous cruise we took uh, last year or something like that. But yeah, it's been it's been a fun journey and uh, always look back fondly on that first cruise, that first taste of Disney Cruise Line that just got us hooked. And now fast forward several years and what, what aren't we involved in with Disney? Got annual passes. We got DVC. We visit the parks. We've been to Alani. We haven't been overseas yet. We haven't been to, uh, well, you went to Disneyland Paris as a kid, but I haven't, I haven't been to any of the overseas parks. 
Uh, we're platinum cruisers now, or at least Sam soon will be. And <laughs> our son is a gold cruiser. So uh, what a journey. And thanks for taking it with us, everyone out there. Up, oh, Sam's saying she wants to say one more thing so she can say her one more thing and close out the show. I'll just say thanks for listening before I hand over the mic to her. I just want to say thanks, Brian, for choosing Disney Cruise Line as your 40th birthday present, because... If not for you choosing that cruise and that cruise line, uh, this podcast would never have been. So thank you for doing that. Happy birthday. Uh, You are an awesome host, an awesome husband, and an awesome parent to our son. And we love you. So thank you. Well, thanks as always for listening to our bonus episode this week. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have uh, suggestions for bonus content that we could put out, hey, let us know. Questions, people you'd like us to talk to, that sort of thing. We're always open to show suggestions, so just let us know. So with that, just thanks to everyone out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us those five-star reviews. We love reading the reviews from our listeners and connecting with you in that way. And we love reading them on the main show each week. So head over, leave us those five-star reviews. We've got a few left to read, but we'll run out quickly, so don't miss your chance. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo blog and podcast Facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. If you'd like even more great content from the DCL Duo, you can browse over to youtube.com slash dclduo to see some of the videos we put up from our vacations. And if you'd like to help support the show, you can always browse to patreon.com slash dclduo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there for helping to defray the cost of this show each and every month. You can also support the show by browsing to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous Disney vacation. Just let them know the DCL Duo sent you. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney Cruise or Disney Vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night.